It's time for Let's Get Real with your host from Bob Richards and Associates, Bob Richards. Bob, how are you doing today? Michael, we're here again. I am so glad to see you again. Mr. Bob Richards of Bob Richards and Associates, Berkshire Hathaway in St. George. Here in St. George, downtown, absolutely. Hey, um, did you have an exciting uh, last couple months, especially I, last month? You know what? I, I, It came and went so quickly, I'm not quite sure what I experienced because I'm already writing checks that say 2024. I just barely started to know how to do 2023. <laughs> I know. It's been kind of freaking me out, too. It's yeah. Like, what year is this? Anyway? I know. I know. It goes by so fast. Yeah. You know, I've heard that this year... This is the year of the Sun Belt. Oh, really? I don't know what that is. Can you help me out with that? I can probably do so. It's not uh, what's wrapped around your pants that you kind of niche on and bright yellow with yeah. a little sunshine. I've got that one of those. Of, is, that, is that what you were wearing today? from my hippie days. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice. Why am I not surprised? Um, Michael, the, the thing that uh, is changing here um, for this upcoming year and decades, but also to look back is what is called the Sun Belt. Yeah. Um, the Sun Belt is an area of the United States that uh, people are flocking to over the last number of years and will continue to do so that are um, warmer climate, better lifestyle, um, less in taxes, but majority of it, Sunbelt, you would consider it weather, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. So I've, I've been hearing a lot about the the Sunbelt migration and this whole thing that's going across the United States. And I found out that St. George and Southern Utah is actually in the Sunbelt. It is. is. It is. There's just, it nicks exactly between St. George over to Kanab and South. That's it. Uh, so... Even Cedar City might be okay. I'll say it's not. Yeah. So really, it's it's a desert climate that you're looking at for uh, for Kanab and and Fredonia and St. George and and uh, Washington City and these others. So yeah, that's that's your target area, and we're the only part of the entire state of Utah that has that. Uh, we look at other states. There's uh, California. There's Arizona, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, New Mexico, Texas, Louisiana. Um, Alabama, uh, Florida, Georgia, those are the majority of your Sunbelt states. Now, you can have kind of a desert climate on the west side of the U.S. You can have more of a humid climate on the east side of the United States. Uh, but temperatures are relatively yeah. comfortable for somebody who wants one or the other. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. We can go just a few miles kind of north of here and you hit Cedar City. Definitely not the sun. Definitely belt. not. No, <laughs> that's the, the cold belt. Yeah, this uh-huh. white stuff laying on the ground is not beach sand. <laughs> Let's very go back true. to St. George. Very true, yeah. So I think it's I think it's really cool and very interesting that St. George just made it right into mm-hmm. that part of the Sun Belt, and um, how does that affect what's going on here in our real estate and housing market? I see a lot of growth going on around here. Lately. We do, we do, and, and and again, as we call this, let's get real, let's yeah. get real. Uh, what we're what we're continuing to see is an influx of people from all over the United States. Uh, I didn't think people on the East Coast knew even where Utah was, let yeah. alone St. George. Yeah. But we definitely have been discovered for decades now and will continue to do so in many, many years to come. That drive and, and uh, uh, interest of lifestyle is so big for us 
lots of sun, lots of blue sky. Temperatures, yeah, they're a little bit brisk right now, but we're in January, so you kind yeah. of expect that. And and if you can make it through a couple of uh, months during the summertime where it's blatantly heat, hot, uh, burn the toes, you're going to be just fine because those first couple of months, or those excuse me, those two months during the summertime, uh, you can get through and and be able to enjoy the fall and the spring and yeah. what uh, what limited winters we have. Yeah, it does get a little warm here in the summer, but you know, that's why God invented swimming pools. Yes. Yeah. And uh, air conditioning. And air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole purpose of that. Absolutely right. That was the eighth day. Yes. Let yes. there be pools and air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> I need to look that up. Yeah. There's some, some chapter that says that in the, yeah. in the good book. I'm pretty sure that it's in there somewhere. <laughs> So um, primarily, we talked about that. Well, you talked about this in the beginning, but what are the main uh, attractions for people coming to the Sun Belt? And if you can expound a little bit on each one, you mentioned, you know, taxes and lifestyle and sure, that kind of stuff. Sure. Uh, another thing is uh, health. Uh, people, mm. their mental health aspects, arthritis, uh, challenges with other bodily parts that just aren't working right in a colder climate that they come to Southern Utah and other areas are like, oh man, I feel so much better. My breathing is better. My, mm-hmm. my health is better. My mental health is better. And, and they're, they're enjoying the, the vitamin D from the sunshine. There, there's also a little bit of more of a change of politics, politics. And I was really yeah. surprised about reading about this, Michael, uh, with politics changing. And as people are flocking to the Sunbelt states, they're more conservative. Uh, they're a little bit more on mm. the on the uh, right end of the spectrum, and not so much on the left. And so, like attracts like. And so, as we've seen that influx from people, more of them have been on the conservative side of things. Now that's I think that's um, interesting point you brought up because you know traditionally. Utah as a whole, but especially Southern Utah, has mm-hmm. been fairly conservative in terms of not only politics, but lifestyle and things like that. Sure. And, and culture. And and what I see going on, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but because of the attraction to, of the, the Sunbelt attraction with those kinds of people, we're actually seeing an influx in that type of uh, uh, culture and, mm-hmm. and politics mm-hmm. and attitude. And um, I, I see a change going on. Like everywhere else we see in the news, it might be going a little sideways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little. <laughs> a little uh-huh. sideways here and there. <laughs> but in southern Utah, I think what we see is it's it's not going sideways. It's going straight ahead. It's going this way. We've got a lot of, uh, a lot of families and that want to make sure that... that uh, their kids are brought up in a and um, with an attitude and a culture and a yeah. mindset that they feel comfortable with, and I think it, it, because of that, what we're seeing is a lot of businesses move into the area because they see oh profit potential. There's mm-hmm. people there to buy our stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, this Sunbelt thing is really is really catching on, especially here locally. Am I on the right track here? Absolutely right. Uh, I just announced today here in St. George that REI is coming to Southern Utah. It's going to be uh, over next to the Kmart uh, Plaza that will be called the St. George Plaza. They're on Bluff Street. 
that's just one of many that are still to uh, come or be announced. Hobby Lobby is another one that's coming to St. George. We probably could use a really good fine dining restaurant or two in addition to what we have. Um, there's been some casualties of restaurants, but mm-hmm. uh, that's business, I, I guess. Um, on the construction end of things, Michael, I didn't quite answer that for you. There is a shortage still of housing. So we started to see that shortage happen in the latter part of 2019 and then COVID hits Mm. in 2020. Uh, It was hard to get a home built because the subs weren't coming and they were sick and they were cautious and didn't want to um, go to work because of the potential effects it would have to their health. Uh, So since that time, we have continued to be every year short on inventory. We should be about 22 to 2300 homes on the market here in Southern Utah uh, all the time. And that's a good balanced inventory. Boy, folks, we're 1500, 1600. Wow. So that's a significant difference in, uh, in what people are looking for and demanding and in need of. And it's not there. It has to be uh, built. You combine that with the resale market who say, okay, if I sell and stay, my 3.95 or 4.25 interest rate goes away, and now I'm paying eight, well, mm-hmm. until just a month or so ago. Yeah. Uh, but still, if they're, if, they're re- or excuse me, if they're selling and they're rebuying here in Southern Utah, they're probably about six, six and a half percent rate. So it's a jump in payment, and they're getting a smaller house. Mm-hmm. So values have gone up significantly. So if they're making a lateral move, I suggest people stay. Um, you know, if, if, if you want to get a smaller house and pay more for it, God bless you. But I think you want to, you know, re- yeah. maybe reconsider that. That's a, that's, a, uh, that's a really good point. So I know that there's these other states in the Sun Belt that are, we mentioned California, mm-hmm. Uh, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, and those things, are they, um, how are they being affected in terms of Im- like immigration within their own state? I'm not talking about immigration from Thank you. the border, but the whole immigration thing that's Thank going you. on from state to state. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What's, what's going on there? So uh, some people will shift, and, and so you'll see some uh, a dry climate area such as Arizona, uh, New Mexico, Nevada. They'll go east to Florida. And then you've got some Floridians and Georgians and others that uh, go west and and say, you know what, I like the, I've liked the humid climate, but I want the desert Mm. and vice versa. So it's kind of a little bit of a mix. Once you get in that sunbelt, you stay there and you don't go back to, say, Vail, Colorado or Jackson Hole, Wyoming, unless it's a, you know, separate residence. But your full-time residence remains in that better climate, better health, better, better um, community, better lifestyle, uh, whatever that better is that yeah. causes you to be there. So how does that affect the economic growth in those Sunbelt states? You know, as, you, as I've looked at beyond just Utah and, and look at the other states and seeing what's happening, with the exception of California, the other states tend to be more robust in their economic growth than other states, not in the Sun Belt. And again, with the exclusion of California, they've got a lot of problems there. Uh, but everybody's benefiting in that Sun Belt. So you, you, you again want to say, well, if they're in, 
I want to go too. Uh, if this business is in elsewhere, uh, why not St. George? Uh, if, if this is in Albuquerque, why not Tempe, Arizona? Uh, it just, it does depend. But economic growth can be seen state by state in the, in the Sunbelt versus the non-Sunbelt locations. Oh, that's kind of cool. States. It is. Very do, noticeable. Do you think that part of it could be because of the what we might call snowbirds? Yeah. So they come here in the winter, they go to a Sunbelt state in the winter, and then go back you know, to Salt Lake or somewhere in you know, right. Wyoming or someplace in mm-hmm. the spring or summer? Yeah. Uh, we don't have as many what we would call snowbirds as we used to. So many of them have either passed on and now their kids and kids' kids uh, are now your buyer for a home, but their their interest or their activity or their reasons are very different. Um, snowbirds, when I first moved here in the early 90s, they definitely were here during the wintertime. Yeah. It's just you could look like clockwork. You can see Canadian geese come in, and you look and see all the snowbirds come in. And, uh, and that was great. They were here to golf. They were here to enjoy uh, friends, family, people that they'd gotten acquainted with over the last years uh, in a park model residence, a small home. And then they'd lock it up and be gone for the next six, seven months and then wow. return again. Uh, so now it's, it's the second home person, but now it's a little bit more of a house house. Uh, maybe not very big, 11 to 13, maybe 1,400 square feet, uh, enough bedrooms and baths, and no maintenance on the outside. So they can bring their golf clubs, spend a long weekend or a long, uh, month or two or three or whatever they decide to do, and then go back home. But most of the day today, uh, in today's society, they're coming down for a weekend. They're not spending months, mm-hmm. okay. but maybe a Thursday through Sunday and then headed back home again. Oh, that's... Well, that makes sense. Yeah. So the whole culture is kind of changing along with it that. is landscape of the culture is is changing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, won't say that it's it's gotten worse or anything. It's just different, and difference okay. In your opinion, in most cases, in most cases, <laughs> in your opinion, do you think that Southern Utah is probably one of the top st- uh, states within the Sun Belt that's seen the greatest? Influx of immigration from all these other places? I do. I mean, relative, when you look at the state of Texas, and it's the whole state that's in the Sun Belt, where right. we've just got a little sliver, but but when you look at the growth potential that we have for future, for current, and, and realizing what's happened in the past, one thing is you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. We are going to explode uh, even greater, and more so on the commercial side of things to keep up with the residential and people have to place it to eat, to shop, to find a dentist, find a doctor. And so as that continues to develop here in Southern Utah, the the commercial side will be continuing to catch up to that population increase. Yeah. And then hopefully that will be a a good balance between the commercial and the residential because they need people to work and run all those businesses and by golly they need a place to live yes uh, they do after work yes they do absolutely it's very interesting how residential and commercial kind of follow each other and so residential goes up commercial starting to go up as residential goes down it's it's just an interesting phenomenon i've looked at it for 30 years and it's just spot on it just always happens that way i think this might be the next year two or three where commercial is going to stay um, strong 
where the residential might just go up a little bit, down a little bit, up a little bit, but you'll just see the commercial stand by itself. Yeah. That's a good, that's kind of a good uh, projection for the mm-hmm. future of uh, our little area of yeah. the state here that's in the Sun Belt. Yeah. I think that's uh, actually pretty exciting. You know, I read something the other day because I see all of this building going on, all this commercial stuff. Um, there's a new restaurant row and they're building all of these things, especially out there in Hurricane. Yeah. It's like that place is exploding. I've heard that what they're projecting is in the next few years. The southern Utah area, and especially St. George, is projected to be the next Palm Springs mm-hmm. of, of, of southern Utah. This whole thing has yeah. just gone crazy. Yeah, it, it really has. And so uh, northern Utah, in fact, St. George many years ago, they touted St. George as the other Palm Springs. Wow. And, and so we were the, the Utah Palm Springs for the Wasatch Front, for Idaho, Wyoming, Montana. Uh, those residents were coming down here because... We were the Palm Springs of, well, not California. And so we continue to see that, and that's being promoted more and more. And people are realizing, based on pricing and uh, housing and economics and that kind of a thing, wow, it's a little expensive to to live here versus other communities. Well, maybe when we become the Palm Springs of Utah, Uh maybe we'll get a Trader Joe's in here one of these Oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, Daily on social media, somebody's about to say, or bound to say, I should say, Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's, they're coming. Well, no, No, not not, not coming. Not yet. Not yet, but not yet. Hopefully soon. Yeah. So I understand, Bob, that you have a really cool new listing to show us. Michael, I do. Uh, This is one that uh, has just been on the market just a couple of weeks. What I like about this particular home is it has all the furniture included in the sale. So this example of the master bedroom set, um, quality throughout the entire home, solid wood doors, uh, kitchen is is super big, uh, bar stool area you can use as like a, a buffet area, large family room on the main floor, and another one upstairs. Of course, the gas fireplace there in the corner. That's the upstairs uh, rec room and family room. So you're able to have adults downstairs, kids upstairs, vice versa. Uh, You have kind of a separate living quarters there, which is is awesome. Um, Has its own outdoor kitchen, uh, gas fire pit, and um, its own swimming pool as well. 40 foot long RV garage. 40 foot, Jeez. 41. That's that's Huge. a that's a good size motor coach that yeah. you can get in there. Look at that thing. Plus RV parking. And this thing's on a half acre lot. It's out in Dixie Springs, just south of the Sand Hollow Reservoir. And uh, so you've got two lots, which equals about a half acre, uh, private pool, everything, desert scape, hot tub, basketball standard. Anyway, Michael, this really has it all. It used to be a vacation rental. These folks uh, decided not to use it any longer as such and uh, have decided to buy down in Arizona. And so that's the reason for selling. Uh, we've got it uh, priced at 1.3, I believe is what it is, 1.319. Okay. Uh, and uh, again, very easy to show. It's turnkey, bring your golf clubs, bring your toothbrush, and you're there. It's a beautiful home. One of the things I liked about this, and you know, I showed my wife, uh-huh. and you know what she liked about it? The fact that it has an outdoor kitchen. And she says, you can go cook all your stuff outside <laughs> and not smell of the whole house. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I thought it was a beautiful that listing. Was, uh, thank you. It was. Uh, it's turned out really well. I wanted to make sure I had that price 
uh, correct, correct. 1391. There we go. Cool. If somebody is interested in that uh, piece of property, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, really easy to do. 435-703-8824 is my cell phone. Call me or text me. Uh, buyutah.com is my website. That's B-U-Y-U-T-A-H.com. And uh, bob at buyutah.com is my email address. But my cell phone is attached to me practically day and night. And so again, 435-703-UTAH-8824. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Michael. Bob Richards, buyutah.com. Berkshire Hathaway right here in St. George. In Sunbelt, Sunbelt, Utah. Sunbelt, Utah. Yeah. Hey, we'll see you guys again next time with another edition of Bob Richards and Let's Get Real. This has been Let's Get Real with Bob Richards from Bob Richards and Associates. For more information, buyutah.com. We invite you to return again for another edition of Let's Get Real with Bob Richards from Bob Richards and Associates. This has been a production of One to One Network.